Corey and Kirsty, and this is the Angsty Book Society. How is everybody doing? Hi, good. So, <laughs> nice yeah, hot day in really St. Louis. <laughs> well, we're all doing great here in St. Louis, you know, because yeah. like we had a pretty big event this month, guys. Broke a curse. Oh, made yeah. history. Oh, yeah. We talked about it the at the last podcast how I was really distracted because of hockey yeah. and it never oh, ended. Yeah. It yeah. wouldn't. Kirsty just understood what I was talking I was about. Like, There's a heat wave. <laughs> <laughs> Corey and Kirsty both got really into hockey since the last it time was, we made honestly, an episode. Totally, I don't know how you could resist <laughs> it, honestly. And yeah, best I'm day I'm, ever. I'm, I'm buying in. June 12th, June 15th, never forget. Best days ever. Never forever. It's our new birthday. Yeah. Yeah, our new birthday is June 12th. joint birthday. birthday. (laughs) For us and hockey. For us and the blues. (laughs) Specifically the blues, yeah. Got rid of our other birthdays. We don't need those. No, just June 12th. It's been cut out of the calendar anyway, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're gone. Done. It's fine. Over. Yeah. 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 It's been a pretty pis- busy time. I've been, I almost said pissy time. <laughs> pissy time. <laughs> it's been real pissy. I haven't really been <laughs> mad. I've been stressed because I'm making blues crap left and right at work. Yeah. I got, I mean, cricket it, craziness. Give the people that what they cricket want. craziness. <laughs> I mean, <you're> right. <laughs> That's what you should call your cricket business. <laughs> that is what I your call it at work. I'm like, cricket <laughs> crazy. Every week on my weekly report, I'm like, I didn't get anything else done. It's been cricket craziness up here. It's, and I'm like, well, then sorry. Well, you do it in that, like, curly font. Maybe next week I'll catch up. It's been cricket crazy. And put in Comic Sans. I thought you were going to start oh, singing. I thought you were going to start singing that Bare Naked Lady song. Which one? It's been. It's been. It's one been. I, I sang that earlier, and I still don't know the band, so. It's the Bare Naked Ladies. Hello. Um, Hello. Bailey has joined us again. Yes. Bailey, yes, thank Bailey you. Bailey is Hi. here again. You're welcome. <laughs> We're so what honored to have you here. We are thankful, grateful, blessed. Uh, what have you been up to, Bailey? Oh, goodness. Um, Laying low. We'll get her into hockey next year. Oh, oh, no. On Thursday night, so oh, no. kind of downtown-ish when I was at roller derby practice. Did yeah. they take anything? No, but they went through all my stuff and that grossed me out. Did yeah, they break stupid. a window? But there was like nothing in there worth taking, just a lot of sweaters right. and books and no money because I'm a librarian. <laughs> they just, <laughs> I don't know. Like, these fucking books suck. <laughs> I only read so, so it was yeah. just like a nosy person broke into your car, not know. a thief. Well, so, I mean, they probably they would have window? stolen if there was literally anything worth stealing, but there I, was not. If I broke they into someone's car and it was full of books and sweaters, I would definitely <laughs> take, take them all. Yeah. <laughs> this book looks good. They're reading all the descriptions in your backseat. <laughs> <laughs> this girl has some really nice sweaters. She must have good taste. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. I love this series, but I'm missing this book. I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> you know, I was just telling my friends that I, I wanted to read more. And then I broke into this car. And <laughs> here are all these books. books. Maybe they turned away because they saw all your books and sweaters. And they were like, this is who I want to be. Oh. They're like, I'm not going to take anything. <laughs> I'm going to go to the library. Yeah. Oh. And they're going to look into your eyes and check a book out from you. Oh, wow. That's a long drive. It's <laughs> like an hour to do that. I mean, they may have been somewhere downtown yeah. at roller derby practice as well. They're going to move. Oh. They're going to like move to the suburbs and they're going to better their life and they're going to they're going to oh, check out a book from that? you. 
They're gonna change. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop. They're gonna the keep being garbage. Let's be real. <laughs> They're gonna keep nothing. They won't change. You're just gonna skate away. <laughs> you know, it's funny that we were talking about like morality and like this person who broke into your car and whether or not they're going to be good or not because the book of the month actually uh that's Deals a huge that. theme in the book oh. nice transition <laughs> thank you Transitions. um so the book of the month is caraval or caraval what caraval <laughs> carnival <laughs> there's no caraval <laughs> No, now I don't know. I say Caravel. Caraval. I listened to the audio book. Well, it's definitely an all, because, yeah, yeah, that's an A. And I there. think it was... Ca- I think it's Caraval. Or, no, God, now I, I don't think know. Caraval. It's I think like it's Caraval. Caraval and Caramel. Like, yeah. pick one. Because yeah. I'm trying to remember yeah. how Stephanie said it at the signing, but I don't know how she said it, so... Do we so, want to agree such on is one life. now? We're just going to call it Caraval. Oh. Or Caraval. One Caraval. 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 We're from Caraval. the Midwest. Sounds ridiculous. Caraval. <laughs> okay. All right. So the book of the month is Caraval by Stephanie Garber. <laughs> the queen, Stephanie Garber. Queen. Yes, She's queen. a very lovely yeah. person. Erin and I got a chance to meet her, as we've talked about before, on this very podcast. Um, and she was lovely not to be confused with another podcast that none of us have only on this one what you said on this very podcast oh right right right, right. not to be confused with our other we're non-existent podcast now we're all confused <laughs> don't make me question myself the cats are being cute and weird yeah that's what cats do oh, hope's just telling a story yeah she's so positive. she's mew- she's mewy catty like Mariah Carey, but the cat version. Yeah. Because she just fucking sings all day. Wow. George is into She's that bottle. so cute. He's getting some air. All right. Okay. The book of the month is Caraval by Stephanie Garber. As of recording date, which is June 30th, it has 3.95 stars out of 99,424 oh ratings. 3.95? That's pretty oh, that's, good for them, anyway. All right. And yeah. 17,763 so reviews. Yeah, I'm too. I know, right? I'm with so. you. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was like, I really want to read this book, but it only has like three stars, so. Yeah, I'm like, oh, well, I don't know what I'm going to think about it. And then I was like, why the hell does it only have three stars? <laughs> <laughs> Who are all these people? Yeah. <laughs> Madness. Oh, why are you reading this book if you don't like it? <laughs> Um, your head. All right. So, set the so, mood. Oh, gosh. I'm just jumping right ahead. You are. are. And you didn't even say Look, our mission. We are humans that read books that make us feel things, and we talk about the things we feel. We get really we emotional. Get, yeah. We get too attached, and we like to discuss that. That's, that's our mission. That's I'm, our mission, why you might be here or maybe why you don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. But just so. to get it out there. Mason. <laughs> you can continue or you cannot continue based off that mission. Yeah. Agreed? Agreed. Agreed. Set the yeah. mood, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bailey, do you want to set the mood? Corey, you got to tell the smells because we don't know. Oh, it's like a citrus oil thing. It's like, or it's citrus it's too hot cloves. for candles. 
It's very hot. It's way too hot for a candle. It's way too hot for a wax warmer. So we have, again, an oil diffuser. It's <laughs> like that one candle just light the fire. <laughs> Look, I'm not, way too it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> not messing with any flames. It's no. cool. Um, too much. The coffee we drank today was from the last owl crate. Yes. It's called Bell's Library by Bookbow. Right. I enjoyed it. I liked it better than the coffee I bought at uh, the grocery store. So it's very nice. Oh, it was yeah. like sweet yeah. and refreshing coffee. It's got a nice. Can we taste it? Yeah, do, do, do. Explain it. <laughs> oh gosh. They describe it oh, as it nutty. Like I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little fruitiness to it, but I don't know if that's the coconut milk. What do you think, Bailey? Yeah, Bailey's our resident black coffee drinker, so. Oh, I put sugar in it. It's like undercover black coffee. It's not black. <laughs> yes. I want you to think but I it drink looks black like coffee. It. I'm trying it's to be cool. Sugar. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know about fruity, because I've had like peanut butter and jelly coffee. What? Like I've had what? some fruity coffees. Yeah. Those, yes. But I'm sure in some subtle, like professional coffee taster way, it's fruity. <laughs> but it's good. I enjoy it. Thank you for complimenting my taste. <laughs> Just saying stuff. All right, so we've established our mood. Yep. We've established our book. Yep. We've established ourselves. Yeah. And we were talking about Goodreads. So we established our mission. Yeah, what is our, our mission? So what are our reviews? What did what we was the give Ken of all? 3.95 stars? 3.95, yeah. <clears throat> wow real disappointed in everyone else get closer real disappointed (laughs) (laughs) else that is not us (laughs) who wants to go first yeah who wants to go first i think i would give it a 4.5 because it wasn't as gripping as other books i've read but it was quite interesting it had all the fun things i like there was kept me guessing the main character was a little bit frustrating at times so i didn't relate to her as much so i think a 4.5 is where i'm at yeah so i gave it five Mm. stars on goodreads yeah i would say like 4.5 to 5 in that range yeah um it gave me a lot of Alice in Wonderland vibes. Yeah. And, like, weird stuff kept happening, and I just wanted to know, like, what weird, unimaginable thing would happen next. So I did. It kept me going. I kept going. <laughs> it kept me going. <laughs> it kept me going through this. No. I, I think, it yeah, it was like Alice in Wonderland. I wish they would have described more of the weird. I wish they would have described more of the weird things. Just a little bit more. Not too much, because she had a good level of description. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't overwhelming, but just a bit more to get in that fantasy weirdness element. Yeah. What about y'all over there? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I want to start by saying I loved this book, but personally, I would give it like three and a half stars. Uh, 3.95. 3.95 stars. <laughs> no, uh, personally, I would give it three and a half stars. Um, and we'll get we'll get into it obviously, but it's all, because of things you guys have already touched on. Like yes. I loved what was going on, and I loved the story, and I loved the kind of like whimsical feel of it. But I wanted 
more of that. I wanted, like, her descriptions are so beautiful. I wanted more descriptions. Like, and there were so many fun and interesting characters. I wanted more of them. So, Erin? I gave it five stars. I liked it. Listening to you guys talk, it might be, like, a 4.8. Because you reminded me of some things that, like, yeah, the main character did annoy me at times, and there was... Which is a good thing. I mean, it was a really quick read. That's why I really liked it. It did keep me going. I couldn't put it down. Yeah. It was the first book, like, (laughs) e-book I actually read, and I read it really fast. Actually, no, I think it was the second. It was really good because I read The Hazelwood right before it, and I didn't like that at all, and I was super excited for it. So I was sad that I didn't like it. So when I started this one, after seeing the three-star review, I was kind of nervous about it. But the description and everything about it was like, this is a book I'm going to love. And I did. But, yeah, still, I stick to my five. Maybe a little bit below five. Not like my huge fives, like some of the past books we read. But solid five. Solid five or 4.8. Yeah. (laughs) Near five. Solid enough. A 4.8 that turns into a five as you talk about it. (laughs) <laughs> the series the series I would give a five if we okay. were gonna say the whole thing. Yeah. But now that I'm thinking about the individual book, you know. And that's what I'm looking yeah. forward to is like I haven't read Legendary yet or Finale yet. I've only read thirty pages of Finale. So. All right. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to, to like getting back into this world and like learning more about the characters. Which yeah. is why I say like I loved this book, like a three this is not like a this was okay three and a half like this is a this is very good i want more of it three and a half yeah <clears throat> agreed all right go for it aaron our main character oh for we didn't even describe what this book was <laughs> <laughs> go ahead aaron I like have good idea. Interrupts. <laughs> do you guys want me to read the inside cover oh no Let's just kind of yeah. describe what it is. Um, so, Caraval is a really misleading book because on the outside it kind of looks like it's about a circus, but on the inside it's more about a game. It's like yeah, a the whole time I thought it was going to be about a circus and it never happened. Yeah. I confused this book and Night Circus yeah. for the longest time. I, I thought they were the same book. I think it's because the cover art is kind of similar. Like, the colors <clears throat> and like the shapes and stuff Yes are, and no, but I think it's really just one is called... Caramel. <laughs> caramel. One's called caramel. caramel, and the other is called <laughs> the night caramel. <laughs> the night caramel. <laughs> oh but gosh. I just was like, oh, circuses. And then I was like, the same book. <laughs> Different covers. <laughs> One's the UK edition. <laughs> the UK edition is called Night Circus, because they don't have a word for caramel. <laughs> <laughs> So this is a book about a game. It's kind of like a scavenger hunt. It's kind of like a mystery. And you can go in the game and you can either elect to play or you can elect to watch. Um, But it's fueled by magic. And it's kind of... Nothing is as it seems. And... Nothing is real. Yes. So... Or is it? Or don't get too swept away. So that's in a nutshell. How many times do we need to tell you? Don't get too swept away. Um, yeah, Caraval kind of travels around to different cities. It doesn't stay yeah. anywhere too long. And Scarlet, the main character, is obsessed. She's been writing to Legend her whole life, wanting it to come to um, her island. Trista? Yeah, Trista? I was like, Trista. the name Trista. of their island that I cannot think of at the moment. Trista. They got it. Um, 
And finally, her letters get answered, and her and her sister Donatella, Tella for short, they go. And the rest is history from there. I think we described it pretty well. Yeah. Cool. It now says a legendary <laughs> competition, a mesmerizing romance, and an unbreakable bond between sisters. If you liked Frozen, <laughs> then, oh, wow. then you'll love Caraval. <laughs> if you liked Frozen. Yeah, pretty much. Just without the songs. Which, for some people, that might be better. Yeah. At this point, it might be better for everyone. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> cannot be undone. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys dissing Frozen right now? No, the songs love, are the I, best. What are you talking about? Love, it is the best Disney movie that's come out since like uh, uh, the 90s with other ones that had good songs in it. <laughs> I love Frozen, but Brave. it's okay. Brave. Brave is really good. I mean, Brave is good, but it was like, <laughs> it didn't create the following that Disney used I know, to have. that it deserved. I, I know. know, right? It's because the songs were missing. They hadn't had good songs. And they brought the songs they back. We got Frozen and Moana. Look at this. Good accents. I mean, Brave was freaking good. I liked Brave. <laughs> Bob Joe was talking yesterday. No, this morning. She's never seen Brave. I have I was it. like, what's wrong with we'll you? have a Brave night. We can all watch Brave. And I described it to her, and she goes, oh, no wonder I've never watched it. Oh, I didn't know what that meant. <sighs> Dear Bob, you're wrong. We're going to watch Brave together. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this podcast. That's fine. That's fine. But if she listens, it'll be this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell her to fast forward to 21 minutes in. Yes. <laughs> 21 minutes. Probably sooner because I got to right. cut some of that yes. beginning Let's out. Let's talk about our characters then. Yeah. Because it's 21 minutes in. Let's <laughs> And narrow our focus into the characters and the book. Are you sure you got it all out? No one's going to interrupt me this time. We hit all our points. All right. Our main character that we follow around is Scarlet Dragna. That may be how you say her last name. I think Dragna. 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 Yeah, I, I would agree. That's how yeah. I said it in my head. Yeah, <laughs> I never pronounced it out loud. <laughs> Just in my head. So she lives with her father, who is the governor of uh, Trista, wherever they live, um, and with her sister Donatella, and their mother ran away. Um, Scarlet likes to follow the rules, play it safe, and she's very cautious. And sometimes that's annoying because she wants to go play this game, but she won't take chances. So half the time she's fighting with herself. Be like, no, I need to do this, but I shouldn't. But I should. But I'm not going to. But I should. The whole freaking time. Yeah. It's like she used to be a dreamer. And then she's like, no, I got to play it safe. Yeah. And she is. For reasons. One of the main reasons she doesn't want to go is because she is engaged to someone she's never met. Because, you know, that's life, I guess. So she's like, no, I'm getting married. I have to stay here. But her sister's like, but no, you just, you've been wanting legend to write back to you your whole life. So you need to go to the game. So she gets tricked into going. Yes. She's mad about it in the beginning. But then she's all right. Once it gets going. Because she gets away from their father, who is horrible and abusive. Um, so let's talk about her sister, Donatella. She's kind of the crazy little sister, does what she wants, gets into trouble. She's yeah. really flirtatious, 
hangs out with a lot of guys, does everything her father hates. Living her best life. Yeah, the complete opposite of Scarlet. She doesn't let fear control her. Yes. No, she does not. Yes. She's very impulsive. Yeah, she is. Um, let's see, and then there's Legend, the Caraval Master. He's got magical powers. He's old, I guess. Been the same for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. It's very hard to tell. Well, in the beginning, they talk about how he, like, dated their grandma. I think he's at least their grandmother's age, so... But doesn't he, like, not age? He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't age because of his magic, so, yeah. yeah. Scarlet's, like, what, He's, like, vampire age. I assume 18. Are they older? Or younger than that? I don't know. I forgot. They're in their late teens, I believe. I don't... Why do I not remember Whoa. their ages right now? Do they now? even say their ages? I'm going to look. They had to. They did because she was writing the letters and she was like, it's her Yeah, and birthday. then when she was a certain age. Oh, yeah. And she was of age to get married now. I mean, I think it's safe to say her grandma is at least like 65. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> at least 65. Legend is probably. Well, I think her grandma's dead, though. So it makes me think she's an old lady. I don't know. Legend is old. They talk about it eventually. But I don't... Apparently it all es- escapes my mind at the moment. I almost want to say... This is just a guess. That she... Because in the very beginning it says it took seven years to get the letter right. So, so it's like seven years from her last I'm wondering letter. if maybe she was like... Wait, she one, was 10 or two, 11, I think, when she sent. Three, four, five, six, she wanted him to come seven. on her birthday, and I she was 10 like or 11 for that yeah, birthday. I feel like she has to be. Um, I think she's 18. I think she's 17 or 18. Yeah. So that would be. Um, Donatella would be like 16. Yeah. Because I'm just assuming she's 10. She was 10 but or they 11. They say it somewhere. I can't remember. <clears throat> this is a professional podcast, by the way. Um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> legend. Um, there's a lot of rumors that he is mean and he is cruel. And evil. Yes. Like a villain. And there's a rumor that in the last Caraval, that's why they haven't really had them in a long time. Instead, he has them at this personal island of his that you have to be invited to. Um, and the invitations are really strict that someone died and they say that he killed her and all this crazy nonsense. And it's like nobody's ever, nobody's yeah. ever seen him. Or you don't know if you see him, if you've seen him because his face yeah, changes. Yeah, he or can change the way he looks. Yeah. yeah. So no one really knows who Legend is. Mystery man. It's a mystery. But he wears a top hat? I don't know. Yeah, he has a velvet top hat. Yeah. It's like, that's his signature. Oh, but he also yes, changes, but not his hat? I don't know. Um, <laughs> so next <laughs> is Julian, who we oh, meet. Julian. Julian Santos. <laughs> he, um... Yeah, I like him. I mean, he's kind of, he's supposed to have kind of that bad boy rep. He's caught with Donatella making yeah. out in the basement. That kind of thing. Vibe. Yeah. He you says he's a pirate, yeah. you know, and then you find out he's not who he says he is. And you go to Caraval. He's, he's keeping um, Scarlet from getting into too much trouble. Perhaps? I don't know. Yeah, he says he's played the game before, so. Yeah. Yeah. 
So he's just some, he's coming off of some lonesome sailor who just wants to go play the game and get a free ticket from the sisters, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he kidnaps yeah, Scarlet with Talon. Yeah, pretty much kidnaps him. Yeah. Did any of you guys, anyone else get, like, major jest vibes from Julian? Yes. Because the whole time they were, like, talking about their relationship, I kept thinking, like, Oh my god, this is like reading Heartless again. <laughs> I loved it I so it. much. <gasps> you what? Oh. Okay. Erin, <laughs> let's move on. Um, <laughs> sorry. read plenty of books. She's, she's a librarian. I just like weird genres. <laughs> it's YA, okay. Western, all the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Julian, he's kind of like the love interest kind of that... You don't know if it's gonna happen or not, but it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He got introduced. He won't go away. He will be the love. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's gonna They're be him, arguing but constantly. What? Well, then you meet Dante though, and I was like, yeah. Next, yeah, I was gonna no. say Dante. Yeah. If I was well, Dante Scarlet. apparently was supposed to be the love interest. Yes. Yeah. He sounds beautiful, yeah. and no offense to Julian, but if it were me, I probably would have. I imagine Julian as a Rowan, and then Dante as, like, Rowan from uh, the Raven Cycle type looking person. Ronan? Ronan. Yeah, Ronan. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, I was, I was like, like, we were both I'm just staring sorry. at you having <laughs> no idea. I was like, are you talking about I'm throwing a glass? Uh, submissions, and Sony's name is Rowan. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. No worries. Uh, Ronan. Like, Ronan. Um, Ronan is perfect. Yeah, he reminds me of Ronan. Um, and then I feel like Dante's more of like the dark, mysterious just character and like We were talking about this books. with um yeah. Stardew Valley earlier. Yeah. Like you always pick <laughs> I know the dark what was his name, Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah, he's Sebastian. Like Sebastian. And the other guy is maybe what's the first one? Sam. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Sam is Julian. De- okay. Definitely. Sebastian definitely. is Dante. So look up all these side to our Sam. video game podcast. If you guys play Stardew Valley, go ahead and just send us an email at mm-hmm. angstybookclub at gmail.com. Let us know about who you think Julian and Dante are. And let us know who you married in Stardew yeah, Valley, we please. we would love to talk to you. This is a book podcast. It will stay a book podcast. But if you want to talk about video games... We're open. We also want to know why you picked who you picked. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. All right. Yeah, so Dante, <laughs> he is a performer. He, um, They said he won the game before. And, yeah. He's kind of, like, arrogant. Yes. He's got a lot of tattoos. Yeah. And Scarlett doesn't know he's a performer. Right, not yet. Not yet. No. I shouldn't have said that. It's too I early mean, to no, say it's that. it's fine. It's fine. I'm well, sorry. Did <laughs> you just like bleep it out? So I just like, was reading directly off my paper and I read it backwards. <laughs> I read it performers then there's second, but I wrote it backwards. Um, he has cool. a sister. He does have a sister. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to say about Dante? No. <laughs> He's dark and mysterious and he has tattoos. So, that's pretty much yeah. and it's it. pretty much Scarlet that's like everything she wants in life but everything she cannot have she tells herself no because she's yes. playing it safe all there's the time. also her fiance yeah in the, who she's what's never his name seen or met. um her, 
We don't find count that out until level five. Okay. Count Nicholas. Oh, level five. We'll just the cut arch- this out. No, you found his. You can know no. his name the whole time. No, because he the no. dad tears his name out of the letters. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just count. She yeah. just knows count, right? Okay, he's the count. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's all she knows is count. So we know the count. Right. Which, yeah. like, I don't. So I don't know if the, the fact that your said. future husband sounds like a vampire <laughs> is a good sign, but that should have been the first I red mean, flag. It's like, he's from Transylvania. It's fine. The biggest red flag is that her dad's ripping up half of the freaking letters. Like Everything about her dad is a red flag. Like, yeah, like, I would I not want to marry someone. Her dad's marry it up someone. is the red flag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, her the biggest red flag. the guy. Oh, my God. The biggest red flag. Um, Just living that red flag life. Okay, so then it is a game, so there's people hired to play in this game. Like, Dante is in the game playing it, but there's other people that are hired by legend that you meet that aren't playing. They're called performers. Um, So another big one we meet is Nigel, the fortune teller. Yes. Then we have... He is strange. He's very weird. But he's got a lot of tattoos. Like, colorful tattoos that kind of, like, move around. He's, like, actually spooky. That was the one thing I was like, this, like... I don't know. He made me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> he was actually spooky. And then one that really, really helps Scarlet out a lot is actually not supposed to be a performer. Her name is like, was it Aiko? Aiko? Aiko. Oh. There was an A in front of it, so I was like, is it Aiko or Aiko? Let me look at it. I don't uh, remember how they pronounced it in the, the audiobook. The audiobook. It's pronounced Aiko. It and I remember Aiko. I was getting like all kinds of colors of confused because it's Rebecca Solaire. Yeah, and I was it. like, am I listening to Cinder or uh, Scarlet? Because <laughs> yeah. the main character in that book is also called Scarlet and yeah. there's a character called right. Aiko. So. I listened to them like, or read this one around the time I was listening to. Cinder, so I was like getting really confused. But she's actually a histographer, so she has this book and she takes notes and she kind of just writes about the game and what's going on and the history of it. She's not supposed to help Scarlet, but she does. She complains about Scarlet's outfits because she has to draw all of them. Yeah, and they keep changing. <laughs> yes. They're not supposed to keep changing, but they it's do. It's too moody. Yes. Um. Yeah, there's the fiance. I don't know if there's really anyone else that's like important. Oh, I I didn't write any notes next to her name, his name. Jovan. Um, It's a girl, right? Yeah. 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 Um, Sometimes I think they call her Joe. Yeah, Yeah. Joe. Was that the unicycle? Yeah. Yeah, like the one that did like the opening. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's Jest. (laughs) Yeah. She's dressed as Jest. Julian is Jest. She's very nice. But she kind of helps Scarlet along the way, mm-hmm. and she seems to have, like, a special, maybe not special, but, like, she's able to contact Legend. Yeah. Yeah, she's kind of, like, she knows who what's going on. She knows. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's dive in. Let's talk about the thing. Level level five five. spoilers. Are we going to do likes first or hates first? Let's start with the likes because I think that brings up the hates. (laughs) Just bring the bubble out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It'll be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) She said that. Yeah. All right. Whoever wants to start, go right ahead. I want to hear Corey's opinions. (laughs) (laughs) I... I really wish I had, like, a stronger, like, 
the more definitive reason to say like why I rated this book at a three and a half. Like it That's really, it fine. just was like lacking no. something. Yes. Like it promises you like all this magic and whimsy and wonder and like the clues were super interesting, and the the game itself seems like a great time. Like my the entire time I'm like, how can I replicate this in real life somehow? Um, see, um, I was thinking about that the whole time, like what would this look like in in my life like if I were to like have a mur- like a mystery not a murder mystery but like if there was a mystery going on in my life like what would it look like but and I didn't want to put it down but it just like didn't I don't know like the twists were really good and I didn't see any of them coming they just didn't hit me hard enough like nothing, I agree nothing like crashed into me I don't know I wanted more for how like whimsical and like shocking and like a like weird and unique and obscure the the game is um i was expecting a little bit more of like the what what <gasps> what <laughs> what <laughs> yeah i, I guess know. that yeah. didn't really come until the very end I think part of that is almost, like, there's a point, and this may be, like, a what you, like, a what I don't like about the book, um, or, like, the story was, um, I think part of that comes because you don't get to have, like, it, more experiences where a bunch of people are playing at the same time. Like, there's one time in Tella's room where you have all these people in her room, like, fighting for things, and Scarlet's fighting for things. And that actually, like, felt like the nature of the game, but the rest of it's very solo. Yeah. So, they're, yeah. like, you're missing the adventure of, like, a bu- that race feeling. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like a race. It just feels like it's kind of, like, handed to Scarlet. And right, she just needs led. to dig down into her, like, it, they are hard clues and stuff, but she just needs to dig down to, like, weird places to understand them where, I, like, nobody else could guess them. So it's kind of like she's just playing by herself. And yeah, I, I I like the idea of like that race feeling. Yeah, okay. like the, I wanted a little maybe higher stakes. Yeah, I don't know. Like um, the other thing was the magic system for me was not super clear how it worked, and like I understand that you wanted to kind of be very malleable and like things change, and but I think that would have helped set the stakes a little higher if we knew like how the magic worked a little bit more specifically. Yeah, but. Those were really, like, my only, like, didn't, things I wanted more out of, but other than that, I I had a good time. Yeah. So, it was just lacking some answers for you. Yeah. I mean, the book was 400 pages, but it didn't feel like 400 pages. I would have read another 150 pages of this book. Yeah, it was really fast. I'm Uh, thinking maybe a lot of that might be answered in the next book. I'm hoping so. Because I think so far, Mm -hmm. like... I'm getting a nod from Aaron. Um, yeah. I mean, yes, you do get answers, but, like, I'm still waiting for answers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and all I have to do is read Finale. Like, I was so excited for Finale to come out, but so much in life was just happening that I just read, like, 30 pages, and it just felt forced because I wanted yeah. to read it so you bad, so I had it. to set it down and pick up something else instead. So, but I'll finish Finale, but yeah. it this series does take a while to get answers, so you're going to be questioning everything for a long time which is fun yeah that was one thing i did love was like from the very beginning of the book like the scene where they're in the boat specifically Mm -hmm. was where i started being like 
uh-uh, this is not what anything looks like <laughs> or, like, what you think it is. And, like, in that first moment, I was like, okay, Julian has got to be legend. Like, he's the first person who tells us that nobody is who they seem or whatever. Yes. And um, Scarlet just kind of, like, sh- like, shrugs it off. Like, whatever. I don't, like, I don't care. You're dumb and you were making out with my sister. Leave me alone. And I'm like, okay, Julian's Julian's legend. Like at the end of this, he's gonna like murder everybody in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone dies. <laughs> um, What's that blood magic? <laughs> but like as you go through it, like literally, like you can't trust anybody. There were times where even like Scarlet was kind of an unreliable narrator, and you're like, I don't even know if I can trust you. I loved that because that's what I loved about Wicked, uh, or not Wicked King, uh, Cruel Prince. Yeah. Same, same. It's fine. Um, was just like, you don't trust anybody and you just have no idea what's going to happen the next time you turn the page because you, they tell you you can't, it's just a game. And you're like, well, maybe. And you keep making exceptions for people. <laughs> yeah. Just like Scarlet does. And like, she knows better and she keeps reminding herself and you keep reminding yourself and they still like upset you and surprise you so when you make exceptions for like how things are happening too yeah like if certain characters die you're like no this was that one was that one was real like yeah was it real or was it not real real. no that was real (laughs) and so the whole time you're kind of like in this really fun limbo of like I don't know what to believe. It's <laughs> yeah. forever. Like, you also have to remember that it's only a game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but is it really only a game? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There were definitely some aspects of it that didn't seem very fun. Yes. No. Yeah. I mean, even just seeing anyone die was not cool. Yeah. Like, if it was just a game, you'd be like, well, someone's still dead, like... How do you know yeah. they're coming back in the end? Like, what yeah, do you, you mean? Don't know. Like, you're they still going through that. those emotions. <laughs> like, it's just. Well, as soon as like it got like that, I was kind of like, "Oh, this is not the game I thought we were gonna like, be this reading, is really, yeah. or, like playing right now." I was like, "Okay, this is gonna be something else. Yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen." One of the coolest parts was the scenes in the tunnel when they go down there. Since we're talking about dead people, yeah, <laughs> I have a thing to bring up once you. Do bring you wanna? Up. No, go for it because okay. I think it's going to be different anyways. Okay. Or maybe it's the same though. Maybe it is. Um, I thought the idea of using the tunnels as like this augmented fear reality place was it's really terrifying. It was, yeah, it was very scary. And it was very unique. I've never really seen anything like that. But it's so, like they, her, Scarlett and Julian are like in this tunnel and they come across Dante's like dead, twisted body and his severed hands. Yes. And. <laughs> It's just this really horrifying image, and Scarlet is pretty, like, this is the first time she comes in contact with, like, death in the game, mm-hmm. and she is convinced, like, this is really happening. My father is killed. Dante. Everything is going to hell in a handbasket. And it's like they start running down this hall, <laughs> and they're trying to hide from Governor Dragna, and they go into this room, and this was the part for me that I was just like, because it's this scene, and it's like a third trying to be kind of romantic, and then a third, the two other two thirds of it are just horrifying because this room gets smaller and smaller as they're in there. Oh yeah, that was terrifying. Yes, and like she's like describing how the rocks are like 
wet and like pushing up against her back and like ruining this weird nightgown thing that she's wearing. I imagine they were in like a sponge. Ugh. That makes it so much worse. You know, I was just thinking of like a cave, like a cavern, but a sponge. All oh right. Oh my gosh. Seeing like sponge texture, but suffocating you. Yeah. Oh my god. And a little harder. Yeah. It was nightmarish. Sorry she to like trypophobes so. out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for real. Oh my god. Picture Trypophobia warning. Sorry. I feel you. I'm sorry, man. That scene in particular was, I felt the stakes and I felt the like, the like gut feeling of like, oh no, are they going to make it? How are they going to get out of this? Um, And it has this kind of like fun Alice in Wonderland kind of feeling where they're like, okay, we have to stop being so afraid, which I don't personally know how you do that when you're trapped in a tiny space and you can't find a doorknob to get out, but good on them. Yeah. Just, just gotta like, go back to reason. Slow down your breathing. That's it. Take yeah, breath. for real. <laughs> just calm breath. down. Don't breath. Don't yeah, because you had to calm down because if you were freaking out more, it was yeah. like getting worse. You yeah. had to calm down for it to leave you alone, which was really cool. Like a I love panic that attack. scene, though. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say in the caves, um, do we remember the woman who got dragged down there and was screaming? Oh, yeah. yeah. She never came back. Right. What happened to her? We we don't know. I don't know. I have a feeling. I don't know. Do you have a theory? Do you think she died? I don't want to say anything because it ties into the next book. Uh, So we'll talk about it after. No, I think she... It was just, they just don't bring her part up. of the game to scare Scarlet. I think it was just a mind thing with Scarlet. Oh. I think she, I think, I don't, I thought they talked about it at the end of the book at the party. I hope so, because I don't remember. And I was like, what I about I could be wrong, or just woman? totally making this up in my head, because I don't remember them talking about it in the next book. Yeah. But I thought they, like, pretty much stated that she was a performer. It was part of the thing. It was just supposed to scare her. I know and To make her were, say uh, that things aren't real, that things happen. If, like, to get her to not yeah. go down the tunnels. And that's why I remember her, like... Certain things. They told her it in the tunnels. They so said like, she got... That girl got, like, too swept away. Like, that's what happens yeah. to you if you get too swept away. So I think it was a performer. But I'm like, that's the one person, like, was that real? you pretty much real? find out that I'm every still? freaking person was a performer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like she was just by herself. <laughs> right. What'd you like, yeah, Bailey? Oh. Yeah, so my highs and lows are a lot to do with Scarlet. Yes. Like her inner Deal. battle, her mind. Yes. So <laughs> I um, liked how she described her feelings and what was happening with colors. So I started writing down every time she would describe something as a color because I thought maybe it would like tie into the scenery around yes. and I I kind of feel like it was really random. There weren't a lot of connections. But like when she was on the boat going to the island to Caraval, um, when she got in the water, it was like frightening shades of icy white. And then she looked at the beach and it looked like snow. It was like bright yeah. white. And I was like, oh, don't go there. You're scared. It's like, yeah, you're scared. like foreshadowing. <laughs> but, you know, it's just snow. <laughs> it's she went with it. Um, I don't know. Then I kind of got caught up, like, waiting for the next time she would describe something as a color. Which is probably, like, 
You're just she waiting. Distracting. <laughs> I don't know what else happened. She had feelings. That's okay. great because her dress changes colors like every yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple yeah, I'm sure times. it has a lot to do with important. that. Yeah. After and her, how she was called crimson, and that's why I was like, oh, crimson. what? What does crimson oh, mean? Yeah. But. Yeah. It means scarlet. <laughs> it means scarlet. <laughs> oh. uh, it's a different shade of red. I thought it was really cool too that like after Julian gives her a day of his life or whatever, she starts to see his emotions in color for a short period of time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like talks about how he was feeling. I didn't write yeah. them down, but like I remember her oh, talking they're about. They're all how scrambling. That was one of my favorite <laughs> scenes when yeah. he gave a day of her life, and then they laid on the bed with the color thing i was just wondering so i didn't notice her describing like i know they talked about colors they kind of slipped it I in didn't, there yeah she kind of slipped it in after scarlet drank that cider yeah and then saw and like black and white blind yeah uh, color blind not blind color blind and then she could only see certain colors and it's like they didn't say she ever became uncolor blind I think they said the effects were like wearing off. Okay. I think it was just that trippy scene but then she part with like the colors, roses and I feel stuff. Like, like you're saying more. Like she talked about colors a lot, like from the beginning. She got like more into like them having feelings, though. I feel like or emotions attached. Feelings. To Maybe there were in the beginning. I don't know. Like Keep one of my favorites was like gold blue sparks, the color of childhood dreams, and like I don't know. Green is real bad. Poison and terror. <laughs> Panic. Like <laughs> Champagne and pale orchid, the colors of infatuation. One that um, I liked was shades of rich ruby love she'd felt during the game mixed with hues of deep indigo hurt, turning everything just a little bit violet. Yeah. Like violet is panic. Violet yeah. panic. <laughs> Have that down. Got that one. Oh, wait. I'm like, wait. There's another one. Five different shades of berry-colored foolish. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great one. Very That's a colored. good one. Because like, that just reminds you of, like, blushing or, like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Being it was definitely fun, yeah. like, trying to, I know, like, a lot, of, there are probably a lot of people who don't love, like, the kind of, like, purple prose or whatever they call it, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. It was beautiful. And also with her her feelings, her inner self, I didn't <laughs> like how much she questioned herself and kept going back to, I can't do this because I need to marry this guy. It took her so long to, like, get over that. And just <laughs> Is she over arguing it? with Julian Is all the time. I don't know. There's a lot of yeah. inner struggle, which makes sense. She's the main character. She's been through forth. a lot of courage <laughs> She's with yeah, her father. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, can you please move on? I don't know. Well, and yeah. she kind of is like. <laughs> just held her back a lot. Yeah. She yeah. kind of takes on this, like, motherly figure to her sister. Mm-hmm. And, like, Tella shows us over and over again, even just at the beginning of the book, that, like, she doesn't really need a mom. Like, she doesn't need a mother figure in her life. And, like, she loves her sister, but she doesn't need her sister to save her. Like, yeah. Tella is a very determined person, and she's going to do things the way that she wants yeah. to do them. And she's not going to let other people get in the way. Yeah, so she Scarlet, holds her own. Yeah. Definitely. See, I can't tell if Scarlet genuinely believes. Because sometimes I think she... I feel she's just kind of gotten used to being stuck in a position. And I don't know if she genuinely feels like marrying the Count will actually get 
her and her sister out of the situation. Um. Well, I think she yeah. thought that at she, yeah. first until they're here and she's seeing other yeah. opportunities. She just keeps, like, convincing herself because I feel like she just says she doesn't want to do something because she's just like, oh, well, it'll, this will get my sister in trouble, but I could just, like, try it and then she does it anyways. Like, I think just not to feel guilty. She always has a thought of, oh, well, this isn't a good idea, and then she does it anyways, and then she's like, everything turned out fine, so I'll just do it again. And then she questions herself, and she's like, I'll do it again. <laughs> you know what I mean? When, like, her, how her deepest desire to get that dress, she had to answer yes. the questions. I thought oh. that was cool. Yeah. yeah. I liked and, like, that. how it was wrong, and I was like, wait. What? what is it? How do you what's know? What's the right answer? How do you know what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the right answer? What's right? She didn't tell me. Did we I didn't find out what the right answer was? Probably like love. Something. I'm sure she I just. I think it was true love. I think it was like Julian or yeah, something. That's yeah. what I was like. Love. I figured it was yeah, something along those lines. Like wanting to love be with Julian, Julian. Yeah. Or give him a chance or whatever. Versus I like kinda... worrying about her sister and just worrying about herself. Yeah. For once. She's. She's singing so a song. Oh. Cat solo. Yeah, I yeah. loved the <laughs> mechanic of the buying when she went to buy the dress at the shop. Yes. That was so clever. And I love how Scarlet is at this point she's kind of starting she's kind of accepted like it's just a game. Like she's like, it's just a game. It's fine. And so she's like, sure, I'll pay with time. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. She doesn't even think about the fact that they're not actually taking days off her life. It's a game, so the only time they can take days off her life is during the game. Right. So, right. how do you know where you are in, like, however many years yeah. when you're going to die? So, we have to take the time now. Right. And <laughs> obviously. And she's just like, oh, yeah, who cares if they take three days off my life? Like, what are three it's days? Like, what are three days? Well, no. during a game, it's a lot, In actually. a game that's five days long. <laughs> Guess what, fool? <laughs> I did Julian like that it was, was like, so constant mad. questions and secrets for, like, like trading instead of, like, currency. Yeah. Because no I was interested kept in money. wondering, I don't know, I'm still wondering if Legend's full scheme is just secrets and blackmailing. And that's how he's living his life. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, because his secrets were, like, kind of stolen from him. Like, maybe he just... He has everyone's secrets. He does. He could blackmail anyone he wants. <laughs> and so could all of his performers. Well, and... I wonder, too, like, because we don't get a view into, like, what the viewers of the game are watching. Yeah. Like, we have no idea what just, like, the people who come just to... Like watch and how do they watch? They just sit around and kind of like observe people. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, is it just balcony? I think yeah, they walk the around with everyone. Okay. Oh, it's what I kind of like. Like it's just like they're people. They're watching. there, but like yeah, they're not allowed to interact or something because they're not in the game. I don't know. I was kind of confused. Yeah. Well, it was also confusing. And do they know the clues? So like they can follow people. Yeah. In the end. You, like, hear about them, the people watching, because Julian said yeah. he was just watching, but in the end, you kind of hear that it was pretty much everyone was a performer, 
the whole thing yeah was set up so, so like no one was even in yeah the no one was watching is the temptation just too like, great even the watching people play. were performers like are we sure everyone was that's the vibe i got from all of it i think later they talk about how they have a cast party and they do have some like Regular, yeah, and it's invite only because at first it's it's <laughs> for the regulars. Well, I think normal Caraval games, yeah, but yeah. ones that took place prior to this one, because huh. this one was all set up, you know, like Donatello yeah. and Legend set the whole thing up. Well, I wouldn't be surprised either because it, like, just the the way they talk about the game and like, people would even if you came with the intention to just watch. Like, I think the temptation would be too great once you got there and, like, saw what... Yeah. And, like, felt what it felt like to be at Caraval. Like, you would want to be a player. I might be getting ahead of my... Ahead of the book, so I'm not just talking anymore. That's About fine. that yeah. topic. Because <laughs> now that I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, but that... Okay. <laughs> I didn't say anything, but uh, what I was thinking. Well. Yeah. Is there anything else you were, like... Yeah. What did you think of our love interest, Julian? Yay, nay. Me? Five stars. Dante. Two stars. Sebastian. Wake up, Bailey. I mean, I was pretty sure he was the love interest from the get-go. I don't know. Almost like any time someone's, like, introduced, it's like, oh, you're going to be the love interest. And you're arguing a lot. Like, it's there. I really love the the hate-to-love trope. It's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. It's I all just, of our very like favorite. He's kind of like scrappy like and but I, rough around the edges, but has a good heart deep, deep down. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I did not the like, boy with the black heart. Uh, I no. did like he was scrappier versus like put together and dark. <laughs> yeah. And disinterested. He was just like scrappy and didn't care and aloof. <laughs> yeah, aloof. <laughs> and with how much he like warned... Scarlet about this game changes people like be careful blah 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 I thought maybe he was a previous winner and they're invited back with a guest so I was like maybe he was the winner and really Scarlet's yeah. his guest mm-hmm. and it's like all twisted around anyway I thought he <laughs> had like I thought his whole thing I figured he had been to the game before to play but he didn't when he said Dante won the last one I figured Julian lost something real hard and he was coming back to win and he was using Scarlet to win the game so he could get back whatever he lost or wanted that Dante took from him and I was like oh Julian's just playing the game and he's gonna play Scarlet so I so when I first started this and I I got introduced to Julian and well Rosa was someone's fiance and someone's sister was was she's the one who died in the last one Dante's sister yeah yeah so like Pretty much, it sounds like he was coming back to get revenge because she died to yes. kill Legend. Like, that's what I thought was going to happen the whole time. I did when they and introduced I thought, that part, yeah. but just before I was like, yeah, he must have lost something and he now he wants to right. win. Right, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of had the same feeling, but I was convinced that Julian was Legend and the thing yeah. that he lost was the Caraval estate. And so, because at some point they talk about... Um, I think they have, like, a waiver or something, and yeah, that, like, Legend and the, and the Caraval estate are not responsible or whatever, and I was like, oh, there's a, a Caraval estate? 
And so I was like, I wonder if Legend, like, lost the estate and, like, now Legend, a.k.a. Julian, is going to try to, like, win the game and his wish is going to be to get Caraval back. Yeah. And I was operating under that for... Assumption for a while, but you just texted. You just texted. What did you just say? I think Julian is legend. That's all you said. And I was like, okay, sure. How far are you? Yeah, I was like, what page are you on? Um, so I don't know, but I I really did end up loving the twist at the end of this book. Yeah, it was not at all what I expected. I just love that Scarlet's sister kidnapped her against her wishes. Like, Scarlet thought she was, just the very beginning of this book, Scarlet thought she was, like, gonna save Tella and do the right thing and, like, you know, keep her from her wishes. And then Tella ends up kidnapping her with this pirate dude, Julian. And I just put my notes, like, yes, kidnap her. (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, how else were you going to get her there? She was I being know. so annoying. Well, she was being so Ugh. annoying. It's like, just leave your sister alone. At least let her go by herself. Like, yeah. stop bothering her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Scarlet is like... Be unhappy by yourself. Don't yes. drag your sister into it. She's very, very annoying. And she kept saying her sister kept joking about, like, dying and acting a little, like, suicidal. She's... But she just, like hardcore misinterpreted her for just wanting to live a life that was worth living rather than living under her father. It's just like, just let your sister live. With or without you. You can join her, but you don't have to. Well, and even Julian points she's not out making you. at one point where she's talking about like, oh, I have to marry the count in two days or whatever. Um, he points out like, you can't even, you can't make your sister go with you. Yeah. Like, you can go and get married and, like, have a different life somewhere else, but you can't make your sister follow you. Right. It's just rude. (laughs) It's controlling, and I don't like it. It is controlling. You're scared of everything, but then you want to be controlling, just like your dad, but less physically mean about it. Yeah. Yeah. And he sucks. There's nothing good about Governor Dragna. I, like, okay, I'm not here to, like, redeem abusive characters, but part of me was, like, halfway thinking that we would get some kind of explanation about why he's such a piece of shit. Because, like, she kind of hints at, like, he was not like this before their mom left. Yeah, yeah that concerned me. Yeah, and then, like, did something happen? And then all of a sudden he just... Or, like, was it always in him and he was just waiting? Right. And that's why like, his unleash. wife left. Yeah. Unleash. Yeah, like, maybe he was taking it out on their mom <laughs> and then she finally, like... <laughs> Had had enough, but then why would she leave her daughters behind? Yeah. I need answers, Stephanie Garber, and I need them now. Please send us an email at the Angsty Book Club. Please read the second book. book. Thank you. I got it. I got it queued up. (laughs) Yeah, I was wondering if um, her father would have some better explanation for how he was, and there was not. Not yet, at least. Yeah. We'll see. He just sucks, I think. I think that he does. You know. Kinda you don't sucks. really get one. He kind of you get some answers to what you were saying, but he just kind of sucks. Maybe in finale we will. <laughs> yeah, maybe in finale. I don't know. I don't know the answers to that one. But Stephanie pretty much described finale as one big love story, so I'm excited for that. Oh, love so. stories! I love good yeah. love story. Um, the worst, most heart wrenching scene for me personally in this book. 
the the scene that like more than anything gave me the like the shock moment that I wanted was the scene where Scarlet jumps down the carousel hole and then meets Legend. <laughs> carousel hole. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then he murders Julian. It was yes. like watching Jess die all over and then, again. Yeah, then Julian <laughs> dies and then she goes finally she's like oh finally I can save my sister and then her fucking sister dies. <laughs> Everyone Jesus Christ. Which one and I was very concerned. She, yeah. Because I was thinking the same thing she was thinking. She was like I, I know I should probably bring my sister back, but maybe I should bring Julian back because he can help me save my sister, and then I can have them both again. Yeah. But she made the right choice. She saved her sister. Um, I was God. See, yeah. Not knowing that everyone yeah. was a performer. My shock <laughs> moment was when Scarlett went to go, like, she finally met up with her sister, like, in that room on the balcony, and her sister is just like kind of acting like Scarlet's crazy. And I was getting yeah. so angry. I was like, so pissed. My sister would always believe me. Mm-hmm. Like, she would never doubt me for a second. Um, even if it sounded crazy, she would at least try to understand. I just don't, I was just like, Tella is out of control. <laughs> Something's wrong with her. <laughs> Legend got to her and brainwashed her just like their father. And then she then she jumped, <laughs> and I thought it was real <laughs> because I, I can't too. play the game. <laughs> Got too swept away. I'm in the game. And it's it, not what, a game anymore. What was it that she said? Like I'd rather die than uh, live a half of a life or something. Yeah. Like that? Yes. Like, no, I thought it was real too. I what? thought it was real too. Yes. I mean, and it came full circle. I mean, it kind of was. was saying but, in the very beginning. Yeah. Where she brought up Tella making comments about. Oh, I'd rather die at my father's hands or whatever, trying to live my life than not living any life here. Yeah, with him, I, something of that nature. Tell us a monster. Yeah, and then it was like Scarlet was right all along. <laughs> she would have been safer. <laughs> and this, she I just mean, married the count. The scene is so painful because it goes on for so long, and like Scarlet is like trying to hit Tella with all these different angles. And like trying to figure out what's happening, trying to find different ways to prove it to her, and then just when she thinks Tella's kind of buying in, Tella like finds some way to like, oh, it's no big deal, and like shrug it off. (laughs) And Tella's all like, oh, it's a game, Scarlet. And then when it's not a game for you, think it's not a game for Tella anymore. She's like, I can't handle it. And then (laughs) she just (laughs) blows this bomb at Scarlet and jumps off the balcony. I can't imagine. That's the most devastating mm -hmm. thing, and I can't believe Scarlet wasn't more, like, angry. I know in the end, Tella did it for the reason she did it, to, like, save them in the end. However, I would be very upset with you if you did that to me. Oh, I would, yeah. (laughs) Like, viciously angry. I kept thinking, if Corey did this, (laughs) 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 if I were Scarlet and Corey was Tella, or vice versa. I would be so mad. This goes so much further than like jumping in front oh, of yeah a frozen heart curse. This yeah, is, yeah. Because at least it's like taken one for you, but it's just like I'm gonna pretend I died, but I really did die. I'll just come back to life, and if you you'll wish try it hard to enough. save me yeah. by biting <laughs> your hand until you bleed. Ugh, that 
and you dump blood into my dead mouth, <laughs> and then I don't come back to life, and then you're forced to walk upstairs without my body yep. to an office to meet somebody who is not legend. Right. And cannot bring you back. That scene was awful, because you're yeah. kind of like, you're pretty close to the end, and so you yes. don't have that many pages left, yeah. and you're like, oh, wow, Scarlet's finally figured the magic like, this out. This is gonna work out. She's yeah. gonna go and save her sister, that's why they had those whole scenes with her and Julian, so we would understand this type, this part of the magic, and then yes. she tries yeah. it, and she, no, she's just dead. Yeah. Ugh. And when, like, Tella describes, or d- avoids describing what being dead was like, that was, like, creepy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want her to go into it, but it's yeah. like, she can't. Because it was like she sacrificed a bunch too, and death wants her now. It's just she's like, I feel like death is like looming over me now that it had a a hold on me. Um, Creepy. But yeah, it was. I don't know. Part of me was like, Tella took Scarlet for granted and her love and used it against her, but their sister. So I know that bond isn't like breakable, but like Tella could have broken it. Yeah. She should be, Scarlet should be more upset. <laughs> she yeah. took a very big risk. Yes. Yeah. And the, the thing she that was kind of like, like, I knew you would. Yeah. But like, she didn't. But I you guess. You just were, ho- your, her biggest wish was that Scarlet's biggest wish would be to save her. Yes. And Julian jeopardized that. He did. And he knew that in, and man, this just came up. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Julian knew <laughs> that Tella needed her sister to want to wish her back, and he jeopardized it. Well, that's why Tella murdered him. Yeah. Like, it's just... But you murdered him, but you need to wish Tella back. Yeah. But you murdered the man she loves now. She waited too long to murder him. Yeah, she waited too long. Right off the boat, Because she could have... Done the opposite of <laughs> well, what they she say was in the end, like, he wasn't oh, even gotta... supposed. To, he wasn't yeah. supposed to yeah. be there anymore. He messed up the yeah, he was supposed whole to be game. That's what I mean. Is like he risked yeah. a lot for all of them. Yeah, because she could have ended up picking him and not her sister. Yeah, and her sister would have died. He would have come back, and she would have blamed him. Mm-hmm. Ay ay ay. Yeah. It's well, a lot, a lot to unpack. Scarlet here. made some good decisions. She's a good sister. She made the right choices in the end, but she hangs out and lives with questionable people. Yeah, <laughs> she made some much. choices. She, she surrounds herself with. Many, I mean, many don't worry. She's people. still questioning and pissed oh, off yeah. at everyone for a while. Oh, yeah. Um. So I, it yeah. was weird. Like I'm kind of questioning. I'm now. kind of questioning why at the time I gave it five stars because listening, like. <laughs> I love. Well, I think I did because I love the story. I love yes. how fast it was. I like that. I so cool. I like the idea of Caraval. I liked how it kept changing. It was like you never knew what was going to happen next. Yeah. When you thought it was going in one direction, it would completely change and go somewhere else. But thinking at it and looking, like I don't have that many notes. I hated both main characters. Like I've hated Tella from the very beginning. Yeah. I hated Scarlet <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and I, like, hated Tella in the very end. I hated her the whole time. Tella, I hated And Scarlet me pissed me off the whole time. The only characters I liked were the minor characters. Like, I hated, 
I hated them. And I was like, how, why do I love this book when I hated these people? <laughs> and like, it continued. Like, I, good when you Legendary, the same thing in Legendary. Like, I freaking, it was like, I still don't like these characters, but I'm still <laughs> reading this, and I like these books. They just, I don't understand, I guess. It's like a love-hate relationship. Like, I don't, the other books we've covered in the podcast, like, I like, was like, I love these people. But like, this book, I love everything else about it but i can't stand these two characters yeah like i guess scarlet's always having that inner battle and then tella at least for this book just seems like conceited her own little world like she did this whole set this whole thing up knowing her sister would wish her back to life and like her reasoning (laughs) was to get away to get away from their dad but like she had to put her sister through all of this. Right. Is it ever is it ever ethical to use someone else's yes. love against them, even if the end result is positive? Right. Well, I they, say no. They could have right. easily just ran away without telling their dad and still done Caravel, and then maybe traveled somewhere else in hopes that their father never found them, rather than invite their father make this outrageous scheme where Tella dies and hopefully he doesn't take Scarlet with him when yeah. he leaves. Like, that's all just assumptions of everything. And that could have... It could still go wrong because somebody could, like, still see Tella and now they still have to hide from right. her father. So, in the end, they're still hiding from him. He just got to watch her, like, maybe die. Which, if he yeah. understands Caraval, which, I mean, we have to assume that he does. Yeah. Then he knows that everything that happens there is I all part he had a of the stakeholder game. in it or something. Right. He that's seems... why he was the dad. Oh yeah. 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 I thought maybe he was like Yeah. Involved he pretty somehow. Well in there. Yeah, I was kind of I was kinda of disappointed. Like the whole dad scene, like when he was there with the count, like it was those are good scenes and stuff, but like he literally did not care that his daughter like just like died. Yeah. Like, he did not care at all. He was just like, well, let's leave. I'll leave. Yeah. Like. What is that? I I was like, oh, you really just have no soul. Well, well, he's mad enough to come try to get them, but once, like, she dies, he's like, it's. Yeah. I'll just back away. It's so weird, though, because (laughs) at least from, like, the perspective that we get from Scarlet, like, he's more interested in Scarlet because Scarlet is the quote, good mm-hmm. daughter. Yeah. And so, you know, she's never, like, fooled around with guys, and yeah. she always follows the rules, and she's always thinking what's best for other people and not herself, and she's the more responsible one, so she's the one who's going to be easier to sell, basically, yeah. off into a marriage to someone else, whereas, like, Tella, like, I, I even, I hate even, like, talking about this because it's uncomfortable, but, like, for him... It's like, well, who we want to buy Tella? She's, you know, rambunctious and selfish and shallow, and she is always doing things that she's basically the opposite of Scarlet. She's always doing stuff that she shouldn't. She's be. hard to control. Yeah, yeah and we're risky. Scarlet is very Not easy for suitors, right? And so he sees his daughters as commodities. Well, Scarlet kind of sees. Tella like that too because she she's does. like I'm gonna get married and save us and Tella's ruining it for us because yeah. she's Tella trying to live a like, free life God, like Tella can't do what do. she wants yeah 
Sorry, trying to remove the cat. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was weird that he did chase after them. So he, he cares to some extent. Like, yes, they're like he his just prized possessions. And cares he wants about to marry that, whatever her off this, yeah, this marriage and, like, make this contract. Weird connection. Yeah. But like, he did raise them, and I feel like there still has to be some. Like, I mean, his wife ran off. You think he'd like. Yeah. Love his, not want his daughters to leave him too. And that's all they want to do is get away from Sidebar, him. Sidebar, do you think he bought his wife? No. No. No? No, he did Maybe didn't. it was like an arranged marriage, but I don't, marriage, but I don't think he bought her. No. Because it didn't sound like he was doing anything bad in that relationship. We don't know for certain, but. That's, okay. It did sound like he was a very, very different person before and after. So that's why I'm the same with Aaron, where it's like, he just didn't react. Yeah, like, well, I wanted I more. any kind of father, yeah. or, like, even a crazy person. Any kind of would act to somebody who yeah. they spent, like, years and years with as children to, like, adult, raising them like children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether he had ulterior motives with them, they were still his children. So for Tella to die and him not to react at all. It hurts. It's strange, and he was just like, ugh, just back away slowly, and... <laughs> <laughs> Don't follow me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird. So yeah, it was like I liked how it was just all over the place. I liked the scenes and everything that she came up with and the whole kind of picturing this world. And I like legend. I don't not like legend. Like he's like a love hate. I like trying to figure out who he is. Yeah. It's like a because Mad Hatter. You have no idea. And then every time you think it's him, it's not. And then everything you think about everyone else is not true because it was all a game and they're all just performers. Sleep. Like, mm-hmm. That's the For real. Yeah, like, that's the big <laughs> is question. Just an idea? See, I almost want to trust Scarlett's dream now with Julian, like, rep- being represented as a legend and her thinking he's a legend and he's telling her he's not. But maybe he's some kind of version of legend. Everything else in our dream was like somewhat true, and he was like, "It's just a dream." I mean, he's Legend's brother. Yeah. So he he at least knows who Legend is. I mean, yeah. he could very well be Legend, so but I don't think Legend say, would say he's Legend's brother. I don't but. know. It's Legend. You never. You yeah, can't trust no. anyone. Or he's like, yeah, whoever he wants anyone. to be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I'm so bought into the Julian is legend thing. I think her dream is very questionable. Yeah. Well, and then, like, in her dream, legend pushes her off the balcony. Yes. But it ends up being her sister who jumps from the balcony at the end of this book. So it's kind of like a role reversal thing. Mm -hmm. So Tella is in the position that Scarlet dreams of. And Julian (laughs) is in the position that legend is in in the dream. And so, yeah. I think legend has like I mean the whole thing's magic. He builds everything, like everything happening is all from his weird crazy magic. I think he can alter like dreams kinda, so I feel like Yeah. He was making oh, Scarlet watch that. So like they're pushing Julian too hard to be legend. Oh, maybe well, if that's what they want you to think. Right. <laughs> It's just a game, right? It's just a game. game. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not playing. I don't know. I think that was, like, one of the coolest parts of the book. Like, you get caught up in the game. You're an observer. Yeah, like, 
Uh, yeah, we were the watchers. We are the watchers. We <laughs> yeah. the watchers. There are people reading books, and those are the people observing. <laughs> I was screaming at Scarlett the whole time. Yeah. Like, what the she hell are you doing? This book gave me hardcore Heartless vibes, though. Like, that was one I think thing so. I loved. And I don't know if it was just because Rebecca... I think Rebecca Solaire reads Heartless as well. Mm-hmm. And I, re- I listened and read this book, like, half and half. Um, and so I don't know if maybe that played into it a little bit as well. But I just loved it. It it took me back to good times. Yeah. I do think it has Heartless and Alice in Wonderland vibes for sure. Well, I like how it has, yeah. like, anything could happen, live your yes. own life, choose your own fate. I love that whole vibe. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure book. Yeah. It's somebody else doing it. Yeah. She chose it for <laughs> us. Well, Scarlet's I, choosing. I think the cool thing, too, is, like, you can do whatever you want, but... The co- there are always consequences. Like, yes. You don't get to choose those. So make your choice in the game. Play the game how you want. But you have to make some kind of choice in the game. Yes. But there are consequences and you have no control over them. Like mm-hmm. Westworld. <laughs> oh, Westworld. Oh, my God, Westworld. <laughs> so, yeah, any last minute thoughts? Thoughts, additions? Anything else? Your favorite quotes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was pulling up some quotes. I'm just gonna say I love this game like I love the game and I thought it was super unique and the magic system they had was unique like it was still traditional magic like I like like I don't like when they get too weird yeah and fancy with magic traditional whimsy magic but I like the making deals yeah I love the deals that's super cool they just want your secrets and your blood sometimes Mm -hmm. Um, Nigel was very spooky but yeah the game was interesting the clues were a little weird sometimes, but I think it's because they geared it towards Scarlet and not other people. I would have liked to see more people play with her. Yeah, really unique. I liked it. Fun time. I would like to play this game and get upset. I guess we are playing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's your favorite your quotes? quotes? Okay, so I have one from Joe, Unicycle Joe. <laughs> I think it's, like, during her spiel about how the game works and stuff. Like, when they first go through the gates. Yeah. Um, But she says, dreams that come true can be beautiful, but they can also turn into nightmares when people won't wake up. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good one. I was like, oh, that's got to be, like, the quote from this book because it was so good. Yeah. Another, like, don't get too caught up. Stop getting caught up. Yes. I know you're getting caught We have several warnings not to do that. And then there's one point when Julian is trying, I guess he's, like, trying to get Scarlet to, like, I don't know, be more aware, look out for clues, but he just tells her to look with all of your senses. And I thought that was kind of cool. (laughs) Yeah. Not really a quote quote, but something he said that was neat and went with the crazy atmosphere of Caraval. <laughs> uh, so one that I saved was because I loved like the morality and ethics kind of like perspective of this story. So one that I saved was just because your moral compass is broken doesn't mean everyone here is unscrupulous. Which I thought was kind of funny mm-hmm. because in the end they're just players but mm-hmm. I, you kind of ask the question like just because you do something because it's an act or the end is positive does that mean what you're doing is right? Um, and then the like other that. one yeah, I really liked um, because I think it 
pertained really well to Scarlet was um, our futures are only predictable because as creatures of this world we are predictable. Um, And I love that that kind of played on the idea that like can Scarlet win this game? Is Scarlet only going to win this game because Legend has been reading her letters since she was a kid and has kind of figured out what kind of person she is and what she wants? Um, So. Erin? I had two favorites. Um, My favorite is Hope is a powerful thing. Some say it's a different breed of magic altogether. Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. But then looking through Goodreads, and like the most popular one is like the one that pretty much is like describes the whole Caraval and everything. It's every person has the power to change their fate if they are brave enough to fight for what they desire more than anything. And that's yeah. like the whole. Thing, the whole book is based around yeah, that quote right there. That's just the vibes and everything I like about the book. Percy, do you have any? I picked a little romantic quote. We That's like romance here on this We like romance. Yeah. We like romance. <laughs> a little romantic. We like romance, Mason. <laughs> Mason. <laughs> I honestly <Listen> here. <laughs> I could read a book without a love story in it, but I always enjoy a good a good love story. Even if it's just like some kind of developing relationship. It doesn't have to be love, but... It could be different kinds of love. Yeah. It doesn't have to yeah. be romantic. Yeah. You know? You know? You know? Harry and Sirius. That was yeah. a love story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Friends. Yeah. So what I have is, she remembered thinking falling for him would be like falling in love with darkness, but now she imagined he was more like a starry night. The constellations were always there, constant, magnificent, guides against the ever-present black. Beautiful. So sweet. It's like, so he doesn't change necessarily. Like, because she still describes him as stars the way she sees black changes. Yeah. She gets to know him and she sees his bright parts. And yeah. It's just really pretty. I have another, I have it somewhere in here <laughs> where she first describes him as kind of like dark and um, spooky. Spooky. Spooky, spooky boy. Spooky boy. Then she meets Nigel and she realizes <laughs> oh, Julian is not that spooky. <laughs> no one is that spooky. <laughs> God, his weird little lips with his <laughs> lockets and barbed wires. Okay. Yeah. This was a great read, Erin. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is fabulous. You're welcome. You're welcome. Great time. I am very excited to read Legendary. Yeah, I'm already pumped because um, there's more Tella going on. Oh. I was pissed we when I started it I was because I hated her like, so much in this book. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, seriously, this book is going to start in her point of view. Hell yeah. to the no. I'm, I was like, I'm not going. I'm not reading change, anymore. Like, I was like, are they going to change point of views? I don't know yet even, but I, I'm starting to I just still had so many, now. like, Scarlet questions. Like, that was another I thing. So I was like, Scarlet you questions. just switched to Tella, oh who I God. hate from the last book, and now I don't get these Scarlet answers. Which kind of, like, because it forces you to, like, like, I don't know. It's, like, you to forced you to go through this yeah. other, yeah, this other <laughs> side that I didn't want to go through. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Tella is not it was good. a good person, but she is, like, a master manipulator and I'm definitely interested in learning more about how... I'm so interested in her now. Yeah. How, yeah. how do you work, Tella? At first, I was like, wow, she's the, the most wrong person I've ever <laughs> met in my life. <laughs> As a fictional character. But now I'm like, yeah, I kind of I get it, Tella. <laughs> like, I know where you're coming from. Because 
I like that she's more adventurous and brave, and Scarlet's a little. I like Scarlet coming out of her box, but it is interesting to read Tala now. At first, I was very upset. Like Aaron, I was like, yeah. I don't want to read about it. Tala. Yeah, once I started reading it, it she my everything changed. But the very sister. beginning, I was pissed. <laughs> like I listened to Legendary after reading yeah. Care of All, so like. I stopped. I was a good, like, two days before I was no. like, okay, I'm <laughs> gonna, I'll listen to it. Like, I was like, uh-uh. I was was ready for the story to continue not Writes this way. <laughs> yeah, I'm so mad. Do you think you'll pick up the next book oh, in the series? I, already, I started reading it. I'm not very far. <laughs> I already started it. But, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to talk about it, though. Yeah. We'll get there. I, we can do a book about it. it. Yeah, we should, because I already want to, I already have things I want to talk about, but <laughs> I can't. Speaking of booklets yes. and other podcast recordings, yeah. Um, so let's do it next month. Uh, we're talking about potential book of the month options. Mm-hmm. Does anyone have some names they want to throw in the pot? Aurora Rising. Bye. Yeah, I that's think that's one. Jay Kristoff and Amy Kaufman. Yep. Married anyone writing else? couple extraordinaire. Are we really? Yeah. Awesome. Isn't it nice? It's so cute. Um, <laughs> Bailey did mention that that would go along with the, the what is it, the 50th anniversary of the moon landing? Yeah. yeah. Which could be nice. exciting. Keep it that space. Could be exciting. Themed. Yeah. Um, Kirsten, do you have any suggestions? I just maybe want to pick like a backup just in case. I don't think it'll go awry, but. Um, well, I think I'll put them in a randomizer. Okay. Um, so we can each like toss one in. We'll put them in a randomizer. We'll have book one and book two. And then. Uh, like, I really want to read that one because I would like to read a sci fi. Okay. Yeah. It but was refreshing to was, read something different. Yes, that's I think that's why I read so that's much what of I it so fast. Either sci-fi or contemporary. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Aurora. But I feel like Aurora could okay. be my first sci-fi. Like, yeah, I've heard enough Aurora. good things yeah. about it that I'm like, okay, I would give it a try. Well, then we'll do let's, that first then. Yeah, then. let's just call it Aurora. Um, our backup book will be Sadie. In case anyone's like, mm, I'm only one person reads Sadie. I mean, I've read it, so. I mean, I still have to finish Aurora Rising, so I've yeah, kind of struggled Aurora with these Rising last few books where I've read, read them so far before we yeah. recorded yeah. them, so it would be nice to kind of read well, it so closer, too. You've already read Sadie, yeah. so that way we're all fresh like this, Yeah, we yes. can be excited about it together instead of like, yeah, I told you this was me. I told yeah. you to like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So, and there's not a, a, a book after it, so I'm not going to be like sitting here, oh, God. Oh, is it a series? Yeah. Just wait. Well, as of now, I don't oh, know. Okay. I, no, I think they it? said it's going to be like a series. A series. Okay. I don't remember. Well, but like, I mean, there isn't one for enough. me yeah. that I've already read that I'm sitting here like, guys, ha wait till you read Legendary, you know? Just <laughs> wait. <laughs> All right. So we can join us next month for Aurora Rising by Jay Kristoff and Amy Kaufman. If you want to read along, you can follow us on Instagram at Inksy Book Society. We post updates there. And uh, that'll just be the plan. And if if we end up having to go to Sadie for some reason, whether somebody can't get a hold of Aurora Rising or someone really doesn't like something about the book or whatever, um, we reserve the right to change the book. And if we do do that, we will. We've never had to, but just in case, if that does become a thing, we will post that on our Instagram so that if you do want to keep up with the book that we're reading, um, you can make sure we're all on course yeah. there. So, Yeah. And then um, we got a special birthday coming up at the end of July. Yes. So we may have a special, I guess, would we call it like a booklet? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's going to be a mini episode, and that's what we're calling our mini-sodes. Yeah. So. A booklet. 
Little Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Little Harry Potter. Little Harry Potter. Happy yes. birthday, Harry. Uh, if you guys have any, like, fun trivia or, like, questions you want us to talk about that are related to Harry Potter and the Harry Potter universe, send them to us, um, and yeah, we'll, we'll try to get to them. If you want to know what house we're in, you got to tune in next time. <laughs> We're not going to tell you. Aha. Don't go to our Instagram pages. Guess. So. <laughs> guess. So yeah. DM oh, we should put up a post email. and ask and see if people want to guess what, like, just based yes. on our podcast personnel, like, what house they think that we're in. Yeah. Hoping that we've never mentioned it in past episodes. We might have. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have a Stephen to tell us we to do that research. We made our first episode. Yeah. Like, I was like, I know it's in my bookstagram profile and i think it's also in my regular instagram profile (laughs) so in my twitter and probably on my facebook as well oh um how is everyone's readings goals going through for this year we're six months into the year good i i've read so much that i keep forgetting to write things down so i don't know how many books i've read i've read so many like good reads ever yeah i don't i don't do good reads i have this little bookie i got from my i um I'm doing really good. Like I said, my goal was small. I just made it 25 books, and I'm already like halfway through that. Because I've been doing like two books a month instead of, or like two or three. So, yeah, I feel like I'm gonna do a lot. Bailey, how is your? Um, oh, I'm a little bit behind, but it's not to where Goodreads is telling me I'm behind. Like I don't know if they do that towards the end of the year. Oh. It's like you're six books behind your. Goal, like the rate you're going at, you need to pick it up. So yeah. that makes me feel better, but I am way behind. I don't know what my goal so, is on Goodreads. Well, if it makes you feel better, last <laughs> year I had a goal of 25 books, and I had only read nine by October, and I still, <laughs> I still made it. Yeah. So I think I'm at like 18 oh or 19 out of like 60. How do you read that many books? So a lot of reading. Positively, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. I think I'm somewhere around 40-ish right now. Thanks for reading with us. Yes, thanks for reading. Thanks for reading just in general. Anything you yeah, want. But if you're not reading, with us. don't thank you if you're not just reading. Just read. We just like <laughs> that you read. For those of you who are reading, thanks. You're yeah. just listening we just like and not to reading. Read. Right. <laughs> listening to book podcasts and yeah. not, not reading. reading. Be like, oh, they're going to tell me what it's about. Right, it's like the Cliff Notes version of, of yeah. the audiobook. Yeah. yeah. You can just, it's not the same. We don't do that good a job. Please just go <laughs> listen to the book. <laughs> All right. Let's call it a night. Sign yeah. off. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Hey, this is Corey, Kirsty, and Erin from the Angsty Book Society. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Angsty Book Society and on Twitter at Angsty Book Club to make sure you're keeping up with whatever the latest book of the month is. Happy reading. Happy reading.